Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. So mom guilt is something I talk about on the podcast a lot, but it's because it's an important topic and a lot of moms hold themselves back because of this thought or feeling that they can't be amazing mom and amazing business owner at the same time. But I want to talk about how to make your family a priority, but still be a bad A boss mama in whatever capacity you want for yourself, whether that's working full time, whether that's working a couple hours a week, whether that's starting a business, whether that's working a job, whatever it is. I want you to be the best mom for you and your kids and run an amazing business. And it really is a choice. It's possible and it's a choice to feel fulfilled and not guilty while running both your household and your business. So I created a workbook a little bit ago called the Guilt-Free Mompreneur Mini Workbook, and I'm going to leave the link below, but I want to talk about the different sections in this workbook today and kind of dive deep into those things. So as you do the homework that's in this workbook, you can see like the reasoning behind it. So the first thing is it starts in our mind, right? Everything starts in our mind. Everything was created spiritually before it's created physically. And so when we go into a day like, I'm dreading this, oh, it's the worst. Oh, my kids are sick again. Everything goes wrong for us. I didn't get any sleep last night. And we like go in with all this negative kind of like hot mess mom self-talk all of the time, right? And those thoughts can be super sabotaging those negative thoughts kind of overcome us and then we kind of dread what we do. We don't feel fulfilled. We don't feel like we're good enough. We have the negative self-talk like, I wasn't a good mom today. I wasn't even present. My kids deserve better. I didn't get what I needed to get done. I never get what I need to get done because my kids are so needy and they're whiny and, and I'm not doing a very good job at anything and I'm unhappy and I'm unfulfilled and all these things, right? We're always constantly having this negative talk going around our brains at all times. And I want you to pause and think for a second of your own negative self-talk because everyone's going to think differently. Some of you probably have the constant, I'm not good enough self-talk. And other of you have the, this sucks. Like I feel trapped. I feel overwhelmed. I feel like nobody cares about all the hard work that I do. I feel resentful towards everyone because I'm the only one that cleans up and does the laundry and nobody says thank you and da 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 Or you could have the self-talk of like, I'm never going to be good at, you know, the dreams. I'm never going to fulfill my dreams. I'm never going to be like that person that I see on Instagram that has this amazing business because I don't have the support or I don't have the tools or I don't have the things, right? There's so many different versions of negative self-talk we have in our head. And we want to let go of that. So the first thing that we need to do is brain dump all that negative self-talk out of our brains and put it onto paper and be like, okay, how do I feel right now as a mother and a mom, like, and a boss? And I want you to just specifically brain dump how you're doing with making your family a priority and being an amazing business owner. And maybe some of it will be about your family, some of it will be about your business, some of it will be about yourself, whatever it is. I want you to brain dump with no like guilt. I want it to come out of you. Right now it's inside of you and you maybe don't want to write it down on paper because you don't want anyone to know you're thinking that or you don't want to admit that you're thinking that. But it's important to get it out of our brains. We're going to burn it. We're going to scribble it out. Nobody's going to see it. So I want you to just get it out. I was just actually talking to my mom about this. You don't actually have to write 
words down. If you're like kind of feeling a fear of like someone's going to find this or like, oh, I don't want anyone to know or I don't really want to admit this to myself. You can just start scribbling as you're thinking these thoughts and they will come out in the same kind of way with the intention of letting them out of your brain and your body and stop thinking about them constantly and like playing over these same soundtracks in your head. So we're going to scribble all of that out. We want that to go away. We want all of that negative self-talk out. It also helps us become more aware of like, oh my gosh, I really don't talk to myself very good. Or I really don't talk about being a mom very good. Or I really don't talk about being a business owner very good. And that's important to make sure that that um, comes out first. So after we brain dump all of that negativity and all of that negative self-talk and all of that, we want to replace that with affirmations. So affirmations are something I talk about a lot, but I'm just going to keep it really simple. Affirmations are positive statements that can help you challenge or overcome those self-sabotaging or negative thoughts that are whirling around in your head all the time. Right now, you're filling your mind with doubt and worries and what ifs. So if we replace that with a positive declaration that helps you and your brain believe a new story, that will help you attract some of those opportunities to have that new life, that better life. Um, so you can use affirmations at the beginning of each day or any time that doubt starts creeping in. I want you to repeat the affirmations three times in your head or out loud until you feel like you can actually believe it. And then tape the affirmations to a mirror or put it on your phone background so you can be reminded of them often and, and change those negative thoughts to more of empowering thoughts. So I'm going to give you a list of affirmations from the guilt-free mom guide. But you can also create your own affirmations depending on what you're struggling with. I want you to take that list of the things you're struggling with and create affirmations that are like the opposite of those struggles. So if you're struggling to stay present, that's the first example on this affirmation list, then create an affirmation that says I am present. The I am present affirmation is one that I actually use a lot because I struggle with my mind always thinking of the projects I need to work on, my to-do list, my business. So when I'm around my kids and I want to just have a fun kid day or a fun mom day or they're home from school or whatever it is, I always am repeating, I am present, I am present, I am present until I can actually be present with them. And I know that that's something I struggle with. So that is on the top of my affirmations always. Um, the next one is I am the perfect mom for my kids. I think with social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, we see a lot of moms doing really awesome things and that can cause some guilt and some doubts about who we are and some insecurities like, oh my gosh, I never take my kids to do fun things or I never sit and play with them one-on-one or I'm not good at planning activities or I haven't done our scripture study or whatever it is. Like so many things that make us feel not enough. And I think we need to remember that like, first of all, they're only showing a fraction of each day, right? We're only seeing a tiny, tiny part of each day and we're not seeing the meltdowns and the outbursts and kid writing, I hate you and nail polish on their window, which is literally on my house right now. <laughs> we're not seeing all the other things that are going on in their home and it's not always good. It's not always perfect. And so we can't use somebody's highlight reel, which is okay that they're posting the highlight reel. Like that is what we do. We can't use that to compare to ourselves. We have to let go of that. If that's a struggle for you, I suggest muting people. I suggest a social media fast. I suggest like anytime you're feeling insecure, even if it's a family member, mute them for a while until you feel like you can handle that and it doesn't make you feel guilt or anger or resentment or whatever it is making you feel. 
Um, the other thing we need to remember is that like our kids came to us specifically for a reason. And I believe like my kids and their big needs and the way I parent them and the, and the resources I have is what my kids need. And there are so many ways to run a business, right? I always talk about that. There are so many ways to build a house. There are so many ways to go on a diet, right? There are also so many ways to parent kids. And they're all, like, you might talk to someone and they're like, that is so dumb. Do not do it that way. That is the worst. Or be really, someone might be really judgmental about a different type of parenting. But you'll find it the opposite to the other way too. Like, there are biases all over, all over with parenting. And we can't let someone's really strong opinion of against what we do or someone's really strong opinion towards something else change us from listening to our own intuition and what our kids' needs are. Like, literally, my kids have been in therapy, the school counselor, like, we've tried medication, all these different things for their mental health struggles. And along the way, I realized, like, the therapist, the counselor, they had very different views of what was going on and how I handled it. And I had to follow my own mom gut to to guide me to like what I felt like was how I wanted to be a parent and even these professionals telling me different things they had different opinions on how I should parent my kids and that's okay because they had different backgrounds they had different experiences they had different ways of how they wanted to connect to their own kids and I went with the softer approach because I felt like that felt better for me and therapist like what she suggested felt better for me, but I got all the information. So sometimes it takes getting all the information and then using your mom gut to decide. But just because an expert tells you something or just because someone on Instagram does it one way and they swear by it doesn't mean it's right for your kids. You are the perfect mom for your kids and you have intuition on your side to guide you to making the perfect choices for your kids. Does that mean you're always going to be perfect? No. Does that mean you're not going to make mistakes? No. Guys, I have been on a journey the last few years where I've had a lot of things come up from my parents' divorce situation and there's like mistakes and different things along the way. And those things that happened, are my parents perfect? No. Have they made mistakes? Yes. But those mistakes have helped me grow into the person that I need to be. It helped me learn things that I would have never learned without those mistakes it helped me grow. So I think we also need to remember that our mistakes are not bad for our kids. They're opportunities for our kids to grow and learn. And as long as we're apologizing and continuing to like help them through the process and journey, then we're just helping them. We're giving them all sorts of learning opportunities in this life. And I'm not saying go do something really bad to your kids because that's a whole different thing. But I'm saying like, you know, like if one day you yell a little bit, And then you say, like, I'm so sorry. That's not how I want to be at the end of the day. And you try again the next day. Maybe you yell a little bit and you say, I'm sorry. They're learning, like, we're not perfect, but we're trying and we can keep trying. And, like, that's a perfect example of what this life is all about. It's just trying and learning and forgiving and making mistakes and trying again and not being a terrible person because you did one thing bad. So I, I just want you to remember, I am the perfect mom for my kids. The next thing is, I can work on things for me and still be an amazing mom. I've seen so many women go through life kind of giving up everything that fulfilled them, their passions, sports, hobbies, whatever, so that they could go all in on their kids. And then they get to a point where their kids leave the house and then there's nothing left. They have nothing that fulfills them because raising kids fulfilled them. But now they're not raising kids anymore. And so that's really hard. So I know right now we're not going to be able to like go all in on our hobbies and every passion we have. 
but keep those things alive. You can still work on things for you and have things for you and be an amazing mom. Right now we're in like ski season and with ski season, it's a lot of going back to the lodge for someone to go to the bathroom or someone to eat or someone fell down and so we got to go back to the lodge because they need a break or whatever. Am I skiing a lot? No. Like, am I getting adult runs in? Like once or twice a month, it seems like. But I'm still keeping up on that for me. Like, if my kids are done, I'll go take a quick run real quick because eventually they're not going to want to ski with me. And if I have no skills, like, in 10 years when they're all skiing on their, like, they're skiing with their friends or they're doing other things, like, I can't give that part of me completely up, even though I'm kind of learning it now. It's not like I'm a pro or anything like that. Don't don't get mixed messages here. What I'm saying is just because most of what we're doing is about the kids doesn't mean everything we do has to be all for the kids. Like we can still sneak in that run for us. We can still sneak in that time for us at the end of the day to do things that we're passionate about and to have our friendships and to nurture like those hobbies and those passions. The next affirmation is I can set and reach big goals. Guys, we have to set bigger goals. There are so many women that are setting tiny, tiny goals because they don't want someone to either judge them for like not being a good mom because they're setting big goals or they don't want people to judge them if they don't hit the goal or feel like their priorities are wrong or whatever it is. I don't know what the fear is, but you can set and reach big goals and be an amazing mom. The next affirmation is I am doing the best I can and that is enough. Sometimes our best is all we can give. Like maybe it doesn't seem like our best to other people, but we just have to accept that like we are trying our very, very best and it might not look like we are to everyone, but sometimes that's all we can give and we have to let go of that perfection and all of that too. And the last one is I am happy and fulfilled. And I think a lot of us kind of go through motherhood feeling burnout and tired and like unfulfilled, but you can choose to turn that around today and become happy with where you're at and feel fulfilled in that. And even if you don't like go all in on your business today, you can still feel fulfilled and happy in motherhood if you tell yourself you are. Because then as soon as you start using that affirmation, you're going to start attracting more of those happy and fulfilled moments. And you're going to see like the good in your day instead of always constantly focusing on the things that were hard or bad or made you feel sad. I have been using affirmations for a while now, but I remember the first kind of big thing was sleep. When I was a younger mom, which is funny because I'm still young, but I've been a mom for nine years, so it's been a long journey. But when I was a younger mom, the sleep thing was really hard for me. Like I had insomnia and anxiety and on top of like my kids waking up a lot. And so I was always constantly tired and that was really, really hard for me. And so I remember one time I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how like, guess what? Your body can survive. Like you're going to catch up on sleep eventually. Like it's going to be okay. And I started in my head instead of waking up and being like, oh my gosh, my husband needs to come home. I he can't go to work today. I'm not going to survive. Like I'm going to die. My kids didn't sleep. They're the worst. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. I went from that person that was literally like crying in exhaustion to like, okay, well, we're going to make it through the day. Hopefully we'll get a nap. If not, we'll catch up on sleep tonight. And literally just changing that mindset, I've been able to like literally have all these crazy sleep things where like either I'll stay up all night because of insomnia or a kid will be sick all night or I'll be in the hospital with a kid, which has happened in 2021. I think I slept in the hospital overnight, like over seven times, like with different patients, my uncle and then my son. 
And hospital sleep, anybody who knows that, it's lots of, lot of beeping, a lot of in and out, lights on, lots, lights off, uncomfortable sleeping conditions, uncomfortable pillows. It's just an all-around not great situation. And I would wake up the next day, maybe two or three hours of sleep, and I'd be like, okay, I'll catch up on sleep tonight. Someone will relieve me. It'll be okay. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, I'm going to just die. I can't believe I didn't get enough sleep. You know, stuff like that. So we've got to turn our negative self-talk and our negative thoughts and our, our sabotage and our fear around with affirmations. So I am present. I am the perfect mom for my kids. And my kids are learning the perfect lessons that they need at this time. I can work on things for me and still be an amazing mom. I can set and reach big goals. I'm doing the best I can and that is enough. I'm fulfilled. I am happy. Next, the next part of kind of making our family priority and still being an amazing mom boss is to use a schedule. Most of the times moms that are feeling guilty are just scattered or not present. So I've created this little calendar that's in the workbook that you can use to make sure you focus on one thing each day in all the categories of mom boss life. So this calendar is not to like plan out your family activities or schedule your appointments. This calendar is simply to make sure you focus on yourself, your work, your kids, your home, and your family every single day. Even if it's just one simple thing, like read one book, that can make a huge difference in feeling like you were present and intentional at the end of the day. So I want you to choose one intentional thing that you can do in each category. One intentional thing for yourself. This could be take a bath. This could be do your makeup, read a book for 20 minutes, go on a drive by yourself and listen to music, go get a drink, whatever it is. One intentional thing you can do for yourself. One intentional thing you can do for work that day. Whether it's work on a project or watch a course for yourself or um, listen to a podcast, something like that. One intentional thing you can do for your house. Maybe it's vacuum your room, vacuum the front room, clear off the counters, rotate the laundry, do the dishes. One intentional thing. And then um, your kids. If you have multiple kids, make a box for each of them. I can read a book to my youngest. I can practice the piano with my oldest. And then the last category is family. So what's one intentional thing you can do for your family? Dinner around the table, a family game night, a family book at the end of the day, family scripture study. Choose one intentional thing you can do in each of these categories every single day. And just for me, like I kind of like to keep it the same, like, okay, a book or like playing on the floor with them for five minutes or something so that it's not constantly like trying to think of new things. You don't have to constantly think of new things. Just like split up your household and your work and your stuff over the week so that you're being intentional. And then lastly, be grateful. I think we often get caught up in what went wrong in our days instead of focusing on all the little things that worked out just perfectly for us. So I understand that some days it's really hard to see that there was good when there was so much bad. But I don't want you to just like only look for the good. I want you to feel all the feels, the anger, the loneliness, the resentment, the guilt, etc. But I also want you to feel those feels and not just hold them in. So going back to that black journal that we started in the beginning, starting with that and just scribbling out everything you felt that day and so that you can let go of it and not hold it in your body. And then in addition, I want you to write down 10 things you're grateful for in this little workbook that I have for you below every single day, even on the hard days, maybe even 11 things on the hard days. Like, I'm grateful that I could spend one-on-one time with my baby singing a song to her. I'm grateful that I could read a book to my youngest child. I'm grateful that I could clean up one room in the house today. It could be so simple. I'm grateful that 
everyone's healthy and happy. I want you to go through your each day and at the end, focus on 10 positives because I promise you, you're doing better than you think you are. And you were chosen for your babies for a purpose. You are learning the lessons you need right now so you can grow into the person that you are meant to be on this earth and they are too. Teach your babies that they can reach for the stars guilt-free by being that amazing example for them. You got this, mama. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Munchers Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.